Hey, you guys. It's Mimi. Spooks and Crimes. JB. One thing I never really, I never really noticed, honestly, though, I always call you my, my co-host. In reality, like, this is together. Well, no, it's still a co-host. Okay. Because co-host means there's just more than one host. Okay, I thought it was like something like, this is my thing, and then I just bring you on. In reality, this was both of our thing. Um, so this is episode 32. 52. Damn it. Why do I keep saying 30? We literally went over this three times, four times before we even started recording. Damn it. 52. Okay. So this is a paranormal story. There are three. Now this one is just a paranormal story and where the other two is off of um, the BuzzFeed website. People told about their paranormal experience. Mm -hmm. I believe it came from Reddit. And okay. then it, but BuzzFeed posted it, and that's where I'm getting that so that way they can get their credit for okay. it. Okay. Their story. Always like when we're able to give credit. Okay. Um, so this one is called The Haunted Siren Bridge. The sad backstory goes that 36 year old Richard, his 30 year old wife Rose, and their eight or nine year old daughter, Jody Kringle, all drowned near, I said that right. Pringle. Okay. I'll draw near the bridge in Wisconsin on March 3rd, 1985. Their car hit an ice bridge outside of the vi village of Sired, and the car overturned into a river. Now, what's like, what's an ice bridge? Like, no, they hit ice on the bridge. Mmm. Mmm. My bad. I literally skipped those two words. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, and um, one of the sad things is, it took me forever because they said like this was based because somebody actually happened, but they're like, they're talking about, oh yeah, well people who were alive back then were, you know, they're talking. I'm thinking this is '85. I thought when I first read this, I thought the story was gonna take place in like the '50s or the '40s. I, like, I mean, it's still sad regardless. Well, yeah. <laughs> They um, would have been married 10 years. Aww. But they died. They got married, I think it was like in September, and they died in March. And then, like, she was either eight or nine, depending on her birthday, because they only had the year she was born. Right. Okay. It was, like, it was, I was like, oh, that's that's still, like, hella fucking sad. Um, the family was buried March 7th, 1985. The haunting of the bridge story goes. Numerous people have reported that when you drive over the bridge, your radio cuts out and you hear a young girl yelling, help me, mommy, I can't get out. That's heartbreaking. Um, that would literally traumatize me to the point where I would not even want to be in any kind of like motorized vehicle. I don't know if I could go that way because i would not we would be like that. okay so we got to go uptown it's going to take us what 30 minutes we go over the bridge it's going to take us two hours to go around the bridge well guess what we're doing we're going around the bridge because i i wouldn't be able to handle that some people say like they it's never, a baby yeah. too and um they said like yeah i guess like there has been numerous accounts of this happening like with different of course you know it, it could be like that urban legend but this you know that an accident did occur on mm -hmm. it so it can so some truth can be but still like that's just when i saw that i was like oh my god that's just so sad 
That's horrible. Because they horrible. hear a poor, like, girl still, you know, screaming for And it's mom. a child screaming yeah, I think for that's, help. It's not scary. It's just heartbreaking. Yes, exactly. Exactly. That's what it is. Because you can go in any place and have somebody, like, from the other side communicate with you. And you'll be freaked out. But a child, that's heartbreaking. And like, especially asking, like, where you can hear For help. Hear. Yeah. That's horrible. Okay, so these are the random paranormal stories that were featured on a BuzzFeed article. This one is the Creepy Childhood House. It says, the house that I grew up in was haunted. Late at night, I would hear someone pacing circles in the living room. I was the only one awake and we didn't have pets. I never said anything because I didn't want my family to think that I was nuts. Eventually, I moved out and went to college. After I graduated, I was in a rough spot financially. Understandable. Um, my parents had bought a new house and offered to let me stay in our old one for a while while they considered renters. When I said no, my mom asked why I finally gave in and I told her what I heard. My mom froze and turned to look at me. Turns out that she had also heard it from years ago and didn't say anything for the same reason. The boy lived in the closet. Oh no, something happened. There's a... Oh no, that was, that must have been the end of the story. She also says she heard it but for years, but she didn't say it for a specific reason. Yep, I get. I apologize. I guess that's the end of the first one. That's fine. That person was scared because there was then that person found out that oh, their mom heard the same thing. Yeah, fuck that shit. So it's like you know, it's like, <laughs> you know, it's not in your head. Other people fucking hear the same shit that you fucking heard, mm-hmm. and you didn't have to describe no t- details to the thing that you heard. We've been there personally mm-hmm. in the same house. Okay, so this is the, <laughs> um, the second story that was featured on BuzzFeed, but this was featured in, like, a different article, not the one that came from the first one. Okay, so this one is The Boy Who Lived in the Closet. I'm not a superstitious man at all, but this is one story that I can't explain. I was spending Christmas with a mate's family at their holiday home, Sorry, my mind went to a lot of questions off that. Which was in the middle of nowhere in a bush. In the bush of Australia. Meaning it's in the middle of nowhere. Okay. Um, There were about ten of us. And two of the uncles would be turning up the next day. Anyway, the place that we were staying away. Staying was old. I'm talking about at least 150 years old. Um, That's creepy as fuck. Sorry, I don't care where I'm at. It could literally be in the middle of a city. And, like, if it's at a certain of age. Ugh. And in one of the rooms, there was an old closet. Type thing? <laughs> like, the wardrobe and the beauty of the beast. Oh, no. That's creepy as me. I always thought that was creepy in the movie. The wardrobe? The yes. Wardrobe. Like, what? <laughs> um... And that was the room that the youngest kid was going to be staying in because it had a single bed in it. Oh, that's okay. So 
the youngest kid was going to be staying in that room because it only had one single bed. Um, the youngest was about to be five years old, and the son of one of the uncles, and was the son of one of the uncles. I'm sorry, read that wrong. So, anyways, I was walking around the house when I heard a kid talking to someone in the room. I thought that someone was there, so I walked in and said, "Hey, who are you talking to?" And the kid replied. The kid replied, I'm talking to Charlie. He lives in the closet. He is my friend. And we're going to play more more later. Okay, Charlie is the fucking devil. <laughs> Naturally, I thought it was just him playing around and making up an imaginary friend. So the next day, we were having lunch and the uncles turned up. And the uncles turned up. Sorry. Sorry. Turned up like, yay. <laughs> yeah, that's how I read it. <laughs> I said to him to tell his father about his friend. When the kids said, Oh, that's just Charlie. We're going to go play on, we're going to go play later on. The father grabbed his arm and said, What kind of, in a kind of panic tone, where is Charlie? And what does he look like? The kids said, He lives in the closet in my room and he has a long coat on. Both of my uncles jumped up, ran into the room, and dragged the they dragged the closet outside. What? And then set it on fire. How do you do that? That cannot be a very big closet if these are How do you even pull a closet out of well, a no, room? No, no, no. Remember they said it's like the one in the beauty in the movie Beauty and the Beast. That one's not against a wall. Oh, they're talking like a like a shelf closet, closet type thing. thing. Okay, okay. It's one of those wardrobe things, but it's not connected to the well, house. damn. Um, we all then left quietly. I asked them both what the fuck just happened, and they said, when we were boys, we used to play with an imaginary friend named Charlie as well, who lived in who lived in the closet. He also tried to get us to come and play with him in the bush away from the house so whatever it was that happened it was enough to scare the shit out of two grown-ass men i had that ass in there sorry um when one of their sons mentioned an imaginary friend with the same name who lived in the closet um that's creepy as fuck so in some of the comments that i was reading they said like this is a story that goes around, but different. Like, it's the story's always very similar, where it always takes place like a different country, but it's always where like a little kid is talking to somebody, a family yeah. member knows what they're talking about, and it's always like similar. But either way, it's still a very like it's still a good creepy story. Oh, it's fucking creepy as hell. Fuck that shit. I don't, you know, in these ones, like, I don't know if they're true, you know, but this is what someone, you know, they were talking about their paranormal. The first one was very, that one could be believable. Mm -hmm. This one, because I saw, like, different people were talking about how different versions of the story. I'm not saying, like, this didn't happen, but there, I guess, are very, there's other versions that are very similar to the, to the second story. Either way, how it happened, it happened, and it, it's yeah. creepy as fuck. 
Yeah, that one was like <laughs> But the first one, the first one too, where you hear the footsteps and then you find out that your mom heard it all these years too. I'd be mad. I'd be like, my, you didn't tell me for what? <laughs> I don't want to freak out my kid. But if you're at that age where you're like, you know, no one's going to believe me. And so you got to feel the mom too. Like, she's probably like, oh my God, she probably thought she was going crazy. Okay. I mean, I agree to disagree because if my kids went through the same thing I went through, I'd be like, why didn't I tell them from the beginning, man? Now look at them, they're going to be fucked up for life like me. But at the same time, it's like, I understand, like, you don't want to tell your kids because if they don't know, why would you hype them up exactly. on that type of level? So, okay, so, um, let's take a break for each other. Now here's our little crime stories. This one takes place in Canada. March 2021, someone stole a, stole a barbershop pole in St. Thomas, Ontario. But it was connected to, it was still the... It was really connected to that shit. They said it was, yeah, it was connected to the side of, um, or the front of the building. Uh-huh. And it was like a decent size. And they said it was like porcelain. Oh, like, shit, it so was, they it, had, like, one of their original ones. Yeah, but it, and then I say um, how long, like, the building's been there. I'm not sure how long it's been a barbershop, but I know it's been, it's, that was an old-style pole. Okay. The barbershop is a historic landmark. It has been around since 1913. Okay. But I don't know if it's always been a barbershop, but I know at least the building. Either way, you're since. fucking up and selling anything yeah. from a building. And they from say the like, 19, I think they say from like the 1940s or beyond is considered as a historical building if it gets put down in papers. So I'm assuming 1913 is definitely and historical. And like they said, like this was, you know, it's been there forever. It's, it was you know, just a like, random crime. Yeah, it was, but it's like, and I felt bad for the bar. And I felt like he was devastated, but I was like, but I was like, who the hell would just steal that? I don't know. It makes no sense. Uh, Gregory, Gregory, mm-hmm. Dennis, who was the fifth owner of the barbershop, was devastated that someone had stole the pole. Stephen Peters, a local historian, did I say that right? Yes. Uh, said that the thief is the thief is concerning, adding that there is a huge buy and sell market. For collectible items like the pole. I can't say where because I've watched that damn show where it's like the treasure hunters, antique people. Some people, like, you know, they want it for their homes or their yard or whatever. And I I do like how some people use different things to decorate their yard. I, my personal opinion, I like that type of stuff. But same. Not so much for, I didn't think there was such a demand where people are willing to steal for it. Okay. <laughs> he got arrested, right? No, they don't, they don't know who. What? At the, at least the article that I read, um, they did not locate the person he did, or, or, or people. Oh, damn. Yeah, they don't, they, don't, they did not locate the person or people he did. Okay. Um, 
This one takes place in Florida, November 2021. 24-year-old Emmett Williams was arrested and charged with strong arm robbery. October 27, 2021, Emmett confronted a woman as she left a... Like the Subway sandwich shop. Yes. Oh my God. Okay. Demanding for her keys. She refused and went back inside. Emmett followed her and tried to get her keys. She refused. I'm assuming she refused again. So I watched, um, I actually watched, there's a video of this. Like she goes back into the store and she goes to the back of the store. She like has like toddler strength. Ripped on these okay. keys. They're going around and around. Oh, he has his hand on the keys saying, yeah, like, Give and me she the does keys. Too, and she's not like letting go of these keys. He, okay, even, like, he even like kind of does a little slide on her sandwich because she ends up for the longest she has the sandwich mm-hmm. in her hand, too. In a pub, but like, I would have beat him with my sandwich. <laughs> like, she didn't like, she had like a death grip on the Okay. Like, Hell yeah. Um, He eventually left. Or warrant was issued and was arrested the next day. So, yeah, he just casually leaves just like someone to go. Like, go. Yeah, like the day they issued the warrant for his arrest, the next day he was arrested. Well, good. He deserves it. Deserves it all. So this one takes place in Brooklyn, December 2021. 43-year-old Anthony Reyes or Reyes? I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure it's pronounced Reyes. I'm not really sure it's R-E-Y-E-S. I could be wrong. Sorry if we fucked this shit up. This is nothing new, but you already know. If not, sorry. We're not good with language. Well, I'm not good with language, English, whatever language. I can't talk. (laughs) Um, He stole an unoccupied school bus. Really, Anthony? Really? Um, He he struck multiple vehicles and even part of a building on East New York Avenue. Damn, bro. Like, I'm not the best backer upper, but... I can at least drive this shit. I think he was purposely doing it. Oh, okay, okay. One witness said that he struck every single car on the block. Oh my god, was he like skidding the sides of them like er, 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 on the side? I didn't see a a video of this. Okay. Um, Raymond Johnson was in his car when he was rammed when it was rammed back and forth by the bus. Well, damn, homie. Anthony was literally just like forward, reverse, forward, reverse. When I think of ran back and forth, um, Raymond said that he wasn't hurt. Another witness said one of those cars that was right. Another witness said one of those cars that was right here, there was a lady inside. And if that cop did not take that lady out, she would have been dead by the by that time. Damn, so he went hard on that shit. The cops tracked the stolen bus through multiple precincts. Like, different zones for cops. Oh, so he traveled. Like, he started from one bus and traveled? Or he took the bus and just went out the zone for the cops? He went in the same 
bus, and I think he just went like a little bit. Like he didn't go like a block. He went pretty far, I think. Just enough for the the local cops to not be able to get involved. No, the lo- those are the local cops. Oh, okay, okay. So he was still in the county. He just where the fuck is my mind going? I don't know. Okay. Um, so the cops struck the stolen bus through, um, sorry about that. One officer suffered a minor hand injury and three other reported minor injuries. Anthony was charged with grand larceny. Did I say that right? Larceny. There you go. Uh, reckless endangerment, unauthorized use of a vehicle, forgery, criminal possession of stolen property. Obstruction of governmental authority. Resisting arrest, like damn, bro. <laughs> like it just won't stop. Leaving the scene of an accident and fleeing, fleeing an off, fleeing an officer in a motor vehicle. Oh, I guess I forgot it. But when they caught him, they tased him. Damn, homie but, was just not giving up. But like, um, but. I like how anything is chargers. It's like anything they can think of. Literally. Like, like, it didn't stop. Wow, we got chargers. I don't know if everything's going to stick, but, like, I was like. They might drop, like, maybe, what, he got, like, five right there. We know for a fact. They're probably gonna charge charge him like three out of the three to four out of the six. They're they're gonna get him as hard as they can get him. Um, so two more crime stories. This one play takes place in Stewart, Florida. Um, Mac Year Yearwood. Um, it was north of Miami. Oh. Cops used Facebook to track down Mark to his brother's house and arrested him. Um, being cuffed, Mark dropped a bag of weed and asked the cops not to press charges on him about the weed. Police said that they used Facebook as one of many social media platforms. <laughs> um, hint, hint, stop using social medias for your fucking uh, business, yeah. literally, um, because the police use the social medias. This is one of the multiple social medias that they use to be able to track down people. And Mark actually decided to use his own wanted photo from the police as his, from his mugshot as his profile picture. Oh my gosh, why? I cannot remember if this is the one or not, but I'm pretty sure like at this point, um, he bragged about, like, the warrants and shit that he had out, like, the money that he owed and everything else. It could be a different story, but, um, but I'm pretty sure it's the same guy. Who the fuck goes to social media and says, here's my wanted photo, and this is how much I owe what they're charging me and everything else? Oh, you're stupid. Okay, this one, not really sure where it takes place at, but his, his name is Joe Miller, and Matthew McNally. Um, they cover their faces with permanent markers before they decided to break inside of a home. Wait, they drew on their face mm-hmm. with permanent markers? Yeah. Wow. It did not really, like, this is... I, I, 
I didn't really get to look into it yet, but I don't know what their idea of I don't know if they did the whole face, if they did a the mustache, is, whatever, like, a permanent marker. It's not going to come off right away, so, like, uh, okay. So, I'm the sorry. police pulled them over and noticed immediately that they were the suspects because they still had the permanent marker all over their face. What? No one's shocked by that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I don't... <laughs> wow, I just, I really have no words for that one. I don't understand that one at all. That one took me four weeks. I feel like this would have been me at like 10 years old. Like, draw a mustache on me. We'll never know. Did it say how old were they? It did not. Oh, okay. Um, This one, I might give an update in maybe the next episode. I'll have to put a star next to this to see if I can get any more actual details on it because it was just a hurry up writing down thing. Are there pictures to this one? I really don't know. Like I said, oh, I literally okay. just came across it, but if I find any more information, I am this, definitely going to get it. I actually really want to see a photo. <laughs> okay, so this is episode what? 52? 52. 52. Um... It's freaking New Year's 2022 already, right? By the time they hear this? Well, we're already in January, so yeah. January. What did I say? You said New Year's. Well, you said New Year's. I mean, technically it is New Year's, but... Okay. But we're all up to date on episodes. Uh, like, we're not behind... Like, if somebody don't... listens to us now, they're not going to be in December, right? No, because no, all these episodes are dropping Okay, so we hope everybody had an awesome New Year's. You had good holidays, whether you do Hanukkah, Christmas, whatever the holidays that you do. You had a safe one, a good one. Um, Happy 2022. We're literally halfway through our, well, what, our 100? We're at 52. We got, what, I don't even know the math. 48 to 52. There you go. Yay. Look at JP. She's so smart compared to me. <laughs> um, so thank you everybody who keeps listening to us. Um, I did see today that we are able to be used on Spotify as um, a rating. So if you could just give us a rating on how you feel about us, don't forget to email us at Books and Crimes. Uh, podcast at gmail.com to let us know if there's any specific stories you want to hear. You have your own personal stories. We have our Instagram that's Books and Crimes. Other than that, can they? Can people write to you on Instagram? About they can. They, they can. If if they instead of going through the email, if they want to go to Books and Crimes, um, we have two pages right now. I'm literally trying to figure out how to delete the one. Our newest one is completely public. We're up to date on every single episode that we're doing with. So that's the newest one. I'm sorry for the confusion, guys. We're still trying to figure this out. Um, but you can also write us on that also. So if you write us on Instagram and say, hey, I'm going to hear this specific story. Can you cover this? Can you give me a shout out for this story? Whatever. We got you. Um, other than that, that's it, right? Yeah, because we have no new states or countries or anything. So thank you for listening, guys. We appreciate it. Bye.